Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> everyone to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from May the 14th, 1988. I'm sitting here with Doc, Hard Body Hopper, on another wonderful night of us recording this. Hopper, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, bro. Living a dream, brother. Only way to be, bro. Living a dream, living a dream. Doc, how are you? I'm feeling all right, man. Uh, we got, you know, as of the night of recording, we got the football season starting tomorrow night. And I know we were thinking about doing some uh, a patron episode on football. We didn't get there, but maybe real quick, we could just go around and say how our teams are going to do this year. What's the final prediction on the Saints, Harper? They're going all the way, bro. Yeah, but what's the re- six, regular game's record going to be? Oh, they're going to lose hmm, four games. Okay, so four okay mike yeah i don't i don't do this shit that's jesus I, that's a, christ yeah, you're the least fun person i know it's a bad they're omen gonna, it's a bad omen. i think they're gonna split they're gonna split e- either fucking with atlanta or carolina and uh and they might lose against dallas they might yeah and and they might lose against alabama yeah alabama Oh wait, that's LSU. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're off to a hot start. Doc Harper's picking well, Bama to beat the Saints this year. <laughs> that's that's hot. Um, I'm gonna go sixteen. I'm gonna go sixteen and zero for the Cowboys. All right, mark it down. Book it. All right. Um, How are they gonna play football out there, Mike? It's too hot. Jesus Christ, man. How, how can you imagine getting out there in some pads and running around in this fucking heat, man? You fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, dude, this ain't the same sun when we was a kid. <laughs> and I, you know, in wrestling, at least you get to strip down to your underwears and get out there and roll around with another guy or something. But man, football, you got to dress up for this shit. Dude, I almost got heat stroke a couple of like uh, two weekends ago, bro. Did I was outside. What'd you do? Uh, Did you drink some water? Yeah, I got in the shade to drink some water. I was outside doing a, uh, had to do a, a class for the, uh, the shoot job for, uh, to be for shooting. And, uh, I was okay. at a shooting range. Oh, okay. And it was outside. And it Jesus. was like, yeah. And I was out there for about four hours because you got to get it from this, from this uh, distance and this distance and this distance and you got to qualify. 
And I was like, dude, I'm, I got to sit down. I'm, I feel nauseated. I'm about to throw up because you got to wear jeans. You have to wear long pants. You can't be wearing shorts. And I don't know why, but that's why. And so I'm sitting there wearing fucking jeans and just sitting there. I'm like, dude, I got to sit down. I'm about to fucking puke. It was fucking rough. I know exactly what you're talking about. When I cut them two trees down in my yard a couple <laughs> weeks back, I, I was like, because I'm out there with pants on because, you know, I mean, I, I you can't do that shit in basketball shorts. And I got you yeah. know boots on and long sleeve. And I'm like, holy damn it. It's freaking like the surface of the sun out here. And my wife's like, what's all that water on you? That's sweat. <laughs> Like and I God came in damn. because my I was God. like even my pants were like drenched and my shirt yeah it was brutal bro I'm and, with you all water to you. water I could just picture you looking like a black version of the guy on the fucking uh, <laughs> uh, on the brownie uh the brownie paper towel fucking label you're an asshole so instead of brownie he's brownie yeah you're quite the asshole you know that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> truly hey i'm i'm sorry i'm feeling good man are you, you know football starting we're watching wrestling i'm inside not outside we're just we're real blessed to be here tonight right living the dream right well yeah. we are living the dream okay um Br- brother okay um so doc you got any um Spotlight or anything, or uh, man, this week's spotlight is going to that Russian tennis player, bruh. You know who I'm talking about? Nah, this motherfucker. I know who you're talking about. It's the U.S. Open right now, and so they start the. I don't know why, but the crowd started booing. Maybe it's just because he's Russian and they're trying to steal our country. But they started booing this Russian player, and he won. And so they interviewed him afterwards, and he cut a promo on him, dude. Was that the guy they showed with, with uh, Tiger Woods? I don't no. know. What you're I don't know. What you're, but this okay. guy came out and said, "I want to thank all the people here for giving me that energy. Y'all <laughs> are the reason I won. In fact, when you go to bed tonight, just go to sleep knowing that I won because of you." Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> So I guys a better I guys a better healed than three quarters of the roster on Monday nights. I asked Doc if he was uh this guy was a um uh a wrestling fan. I said Doc, you think he's a wrestling fan? No doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he 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 he's got he's gotta be a wrestling fan, bro. The, 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 just acting like that, man. He's gotta be one, so Oh man. I was trying to I was trying to find his name, but I think it's Daniel Medvedev. Yeah, you got me. I ain't got a clue. I think that's it. I can read that. What did he say? Um, it was painful in my abductor before the match. I thought I'm not going to play. I was painful in my shoulder. I took I took as many painkillers as I could. But then he goes, and you guys being against me, you gave me so much energy to win. Thank you, guys. Continue to give me this energy. You are the best. <laughs> oh, he's working. All right. <laughs> Everybody's out there working, huh? The f- football's about to start working. I watched that college game last weekend, Auburn and Oregon. That was a work. Everybody's oh, yeah. working except the workers. 
Everybody's working except the wrestlers, man. That's 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 a true story. That's a true story. Let's go. Maybe we should go back to a time when the wrestlers were still the workers. I think we will do that, and we're gonna. Do if that. only there was a show that would do that. I know, right? Uh, I think it's our show, and we're gonna talk like we said uh, at the top. NWA from May 14, 1988. Real quick, special shout out to our largest patron contributors monthly. Disrespect for the classy Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month. I don't have any shout outs this week. Uh, any new shout outs this week? That is so. Uh, I guess I'll throw it to Hopper and ask him if he's got anything he needs to cut a promo on. If he doesn't, man, we can jump right into NWA Saturday night. Nah. Nah, nothing bad. Uh-uh. Nah. All right. Man, we're just really feeling uninspired tonight. Hey, <laughs> I, I need to tell everybody, we had another patron episode planned, but and we've got another good one. It's going to be a surprise for the patrons. We've found a, a pot of gold here that we're going to do, but. Life keeps getting in our way right now, man. We got some situations going on behind the curtain, and we're working through them. That's all I'm going to say about that. Doc, what we should do is we should continue to to plan these out right before the shows start, like each week. Because every time we do, Harper wants to start early, and we don't get to it. Right. Yeah. It's like telling your telling your broad telling your broad that you're leaving thirty minutes later than or earlier than you really are, so that you can leave on time. Exactly. You nailed it. I like it. Yeah, me too. All right. So let me get it um going. We got NWA from, like we said, May 14, 1988. The show opens uh, with a replay of Cornette going into the cake from last week. Boy, we had fun with that one as we talked about that. And then they go straight to the arena from Leon County Civic Center in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, they run down some of the things we will see this week, and then Nikita comes in and he cuts a promo. And uh, ugh, Hopper, it's just that fucking Russian accent does not match with the way he looks at all. He looks like the guy that's got the Craftsman lawnmower that's like cutting the grass, and he loves, you know, Reagan and God, and he loves the Green Bay Packers and. <laughs> And drinking Budweiser. It's just, it's. I thought he had quite a bit of charisma here. I don't know what word he said, but I thought he was fired up a little bit there. We are entering the period, not that Nikita's ever been understandable, but we're entering a period where I feel like he's very much not understandable. Like, yeah. I can't explain it because I know he's never been a good promo, but I feel like, like either with Dusty or Ivan, it was intelligible. I, I, I couldn't make heads and tails on what the hell he was trying to come up with here. Here's the thing. I, I, I knew what he was saying because we, we've we been listening to him. But but if I was some person listening to him for the first time, I wouldn't know what the fuck he was saying. Well, I, I know he said something about Barry Windham and the Four Horsemen, but that was like pretty much it. Uh, other than that, it, it, it was just meh at, at kind of best, you know. So there's that. Anyway, uh, Doc, anything else from the opening? Uh, no, I, I thought Nikita was charismatic and unintelligible. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought he was charismatic and unintelligible. Very good, Doc. All right. So then they go to the first match. It is the Fantastics and they take on Robbie Allman and Jerry Price and the Fantastics win with, uh, I'll say with ease. Doc, any thoughts you on give the Fantastics? Me, yeah, yeah. Can you give me, uh, if you're going to share your screen at any point, can you give me a uh, I'm sharing now. Six, what are you talking about? Six minutes and 32 seconds, please. My screen is being shared. You can't see it? 
I can see it now. I don't think you were doing it before, but whatever. Oh, no, it's it's been sharing for the last ten minutes. Oh, whatever. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Nobody saw that. Okay, that was six. Okay, we're gonna have a miss here. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Oops. I kept thinking, why don't that guy pull his goddamn pants up? You see him kind of hanging. Yes. I don't know if he really knows what's going on, bro. Well, I don't know. He took that backdrop all right. Yeah. yeah. You want to run that, that back and show the, people, show the people that again so we can talk about that. What? Tell us what we saw there. Well, the, the screw up? Yeah. With the uh, backdrop. With the, the, but that's some nice drop kicks. This yeah, it is some another nice. one. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy, was, Tommy was really good at throwing drop kicks. I don't know. Tommy the, shoots them off. and Sidebar oh, slam. That he, didn't, just... he didn't post on his fucking shoulders. He didn't do shit, Hopper. He just yeah. <laughs> he turned into a he turned into a wet bag of hair. He just went all lip dick, and that was it. Yeah. Hey, so I got I got something for you. Um, just a fun fact for this: uh, Bobby Fulton is twenty seven years old there, and on the air date of this show, which should be what May fourteenth. Mm-hmm. That would be Tommy Rogers' is his is twenty seventh birthday. Man, imagine these guys are both twenty seven, and they're in a, and they're on a they're in a upper mid card wrestling feud, and their baby faces in the South in nineteen eighty eight. You think make that's it, good living? Making six figures a year. Ah, uh, I'll take it. They were living good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back yeah, well, to what you, what, you, what Hopper what kind was of, saying. Oh, go ahead, Hopper. What kind of car you think Tommy Rogers was fucking driving in? Camaro. <laughs> no, oh, God, something better than that, man. With that perfect hair and that fucking million-dollar body. A Fiero? Yeah, yeah, a Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> God, those things were shit, man. <laughs> Dude, my dad had a fucking Nissan Pulsar. Google I don't that. that. I don't even know what that is. Google it. That's what my dad was driving. Talking about a midlife fucking crisis. Wait, wait, hold on. Was it? Was, did it end up being halfway through his life? It, it, it was. Uh, God, it must have been fifties or sixties. He was driving that fucking thing around. He saw him so sore. You see it? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh-huh. What is this thing? <laughs> Looks like something Mike would drive today. <laughs> what do you drive, Mike? A Kia? What the hell is that, Hopper? A Pulsar? It was a little two-seater. Because ah. it, 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 it was like a Pontiac Fiero. It was his little, it, it little two-seater. What year was a, it? T- it was a 1980-something five six it had it had t-tops and when you got in it it was they they made it look all futuristic and the dashboard went like on a slant or something and it was trying to look like you know you're in fucking uh night rider or something i i i remember this car now that i pulled it up this is bullshit yeah that's what it is <laughs> it is bullshit <laughs> that that poor Poor Harper, his dad spent his damn college fund on this fucking <laughs> rat mobile, thinking he was going to be out there on the streets. 
putting, <laughs> putting some. I got some money on the street, son. <laughs> I can see Hoppers. I can see Papa Hopper driving this thing with his with his hand out the window with the cigarette, <laughs> with his socks pulled up to his knees. <laughs> his <socks>. <laughs> <laughs> it was a standard too. Of course it was. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait! I want to see exactly what year because it looked. What yeah. color was this piece of shit? It was it was silver. <laughs> oh, why why would you make anything other than red? Yeah, let's see. Wait, wait. I could tell you exactly which one it was because wait, wait, some of these weren't. God, what the fuck? Hey Harper, why are you pulling it up? I'm gonna play the Fantastics promo, okay? And then we'll get we'll get back to it because the Fantastics okay. win and cut a promo. Oh, you already got it? No, no. All right, I'll go to the promo. We'll come back to you after the promo. Gentlemen, here you are, U.S. Tag Team Champions. And not only that, we talk a lot about party crashers. Really crashed the party right here last week. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Shivani, the Fantastics are fired up. And we'd like to take this opportunity to thank all the great fans out there. Because when me and Tommy were down, when we were getting pounded on, and when we thought it was a no-win situation with the Midnight Express, with Jimmy Corn at ringside, the fans got down on the Fantastics, and they made it able to move mountains. And that's exactly what we did by taking these belts away from the Midnight Express. But, Jimmy, one thing we didn't do when we, when we humiliated you out here on TV last week. We didn't get a chance to strap you. Let me tell you something. We're going to pull down them pants of his, show off that honey that's a lighter shade of power, brother, and we're going to bring it to us blood red. And I understand his mother was going to come down here personally herself, but her tongue was hanging all the way down here from running in that last Kentucky Derby. That's what I thought she was in that Kentucky Derby. You know, it's great to have these U.S. tag team belts. And we'd like to thank everybody out there because without these people, we wouldn't be standing here today. And Bobby and myself, that's what it's all about. That's what the fantastic stand for. The fans, it's abbreviated. The fans are the ones of the fantastic. Not the fantastic. We just like to say one more thing. The things are your belts too. They're not only ours. And also, Mr. Shivani, one thing. We're taking on any comers, brother, whether it be the power of her pain or anyone. We'll be there right there. Back right after this timeout, fans. I thought that was a pretty good babyface promo from them. I thought uh, Bobby Fulton was uh, nice, uh, ragging on Mama Cornette, and uh, Tommy was pretty good as well. So, Hopper, uh, did you find the car, though, that you're looking for? Uh, a 1987 Nissan Pulsar. See, that's what I looked up. And Jesus see, Christ. Okay. How are you going to get in the ass with that thing? I don't know, bro. I mean, my dad thought it was hot shit driving what around. Color, what colors was, was his, Hopper? Red? It was, no. It was silver. silver. Silver, you said that. God, yeah, like Dallas got... Cowboy fucking silver. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Man, this car. Jesus Christ. Oh, here. Okay. This what wrestler it... would drive that, Mike? Let's tie this thing up into a bow. What wrestler would buy that car thinking they were cool when they're like, look at my car, and everybody else is laughing at them behind their back? Don't, don't say Tommy that... Richie. I don't think they would laugh at him, but I i mean, I could see oh. Tommy Rogers driving this bullshit. I mean, one of the Mulkies. Okay. The Mulkey brothers. Oh, that's I heard a good one. one. <laughs> Come on. That's a good one, Offer. The Mulkies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's nice. That's right. All right, Hopper, did you have any thoughts on the Fantastics promo? I mean, they're fucking good, bro. I don't think they get enough credit for being as good as they are because, I mean, you. You don't really hear people bringing up, all you know, enough, especially for this era. Ding. Agree. 
I said that a couple of weeks ago, and you go, I don't know what you're talking about. People, everybody talks about them. Yeah, way. right. <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play your card, Doc. How do I, don't remember that. How I, remember do I sound? That. I, I just switched over to a laptop. Do I sound better? Yeah. Did you really? Okay. How's the did, sound? Did you really? <sighs> nah, he's he's farting around. He's he's still on his phone. Still, I can tell. I can I can hear the rustling around. Is uh. Mrs. Doc blows him on air. All right. That's, come on. Come on, man. That's not classy. Yeah, married people don't do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Paul Ellering, y'all got anything from his promo, Doc? Nothing. He's, he's a goofy bastard. He was out there talking about Calvin, quoting Calvin Coolidge and shit. <laughs> Please don't play it. But he, yeah. I, he, I'm not. <laughs> to quote the great Calvin Coolidge. Wait, what? Man, Well, okay. Here's a better question: What percentage of that crowd could identify who Calvin Coolidge was? I'll let Hopper. Better question: What percentage of this show can identify who Calvin Coolidge is? Who is he? He He was was a president president. of what? Sixty-six percent. (laughs) Oh, two thirds. Okay, so we're we're in Shitheadville, USA, in 1988. What yeah. percentage of that crowd knew that Calvin Coolidge was once a president of our country? God, Mike? Sit, sit in Tallahassee, Florida, they're probably like, go Seminoles. Fuck, uh, fuck Miami. Um, I'd say 26%. Yeah, I think Damn, you might be yeah, right. right. Well, no, I think you're right. I think you're probably right just because of, because of when he was president. I mean, none of these people alive would have had a clue who calvin coolidge is i mean even in even if you know him you'd have to be somebody who just like likes american history and can name almost all the presidents if not all of them and i'm millard millard belmore but there's not a lot of people who can name every president in u.s history i mean it's just a fact so and he's one of those presidents where it's not like you could just you like harper said i mean i don't blame i mean people who don't know who he is i'm like okay i mean Name I know who he is. I couldn't tell you one thing he did in his presidency. That make me a dumbass. I don't know. You be the judge. I think I'm a dumbass. Anyway, There's other but. things for that, but right. I'm just saying. Paul Paul Ellering's a babyface manager. They're talking over everybody's head. With that said, uh, we got a, We just saw Doctor Death crush Gary Phelps. Doctor Death uh, did get a nice ovation from the fans. Yeah, he won with ease. And then we go to a big match on this week's card, where we got Ronnie Garvin and Jimmy Garvin versus the Varsity Club. Rick Steiner is still being recognized as the Florida champ by Shivani here. He mentions it, and of course, the TV champ is Rotunda. To Doc's point, I don't know the last time we really saw uh, him defend uh, the TV title. Um, but anyway. Um, let me tell you something, man. Precious right. is looking mighty scrumptious. Yeah, yeah. My no, note was she, my note was she was looking extra bodacious. Yes, yeah, she was. All the way live, as Harper used to say in the early years of the show, "Ring a ding, ding." Ring a ding, ding. I bet she drove a Nissan Pulsar going <laughs> to Kenny's, going to Kenny's Key West and Fat City. <laughs> That's nice, Harper. Uh, anyway, oh, I got it. What was their original entrance music? Who? The Varsity Club. Oh, I don't know. Was it another little college fight song? How do you know that's not it? Big Pride. It's just, when you see <laughs> Kevin Sullivan 
looking like the Grim Reaper, and it's like bah, 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 bah. it's just it, it's it's like the wrong music. No, I I think that was part of the varsity. I think that was part of it though, Hopper. Like uh. because he was like this sinister dude, and they would come out to this to that you know college theme music. I I like to me that was. That was part of what they were. I know what you're saying because you're like Sullivan's this sadistic dude. Yeah. Why would they have that music? But it wouldn't look right if they came out to something sadistic as Precious mm. is looking all up, the girl? way live. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a snack. <laughs> now, now we know why Kevin Sullivan's trying to get that back. <laughs> oh, I'll leave that alone. All right, so. Doc, I'll throw it to you first. Long match. Okay, so before we get to the before we get to the fun festivities, was anybody else excited about the potential of a lockup between Rick Stunner and Ron Garvin? Sure. Thanks. That's nice. You got nothing to say. Why hit the tagline? Let's go. No, it's not. It sounds like you got something to say, so go ahead. Uh, nothing. Two bastards that like to beat the piss out of each other locking up. I like the looks of that. I like wrestling. I like talking about wrestling, you asshole. Well, who said I didn't like it? I just said sure. Okay. <laughs> You're not real keyed in after four and a half years of what this podcast thing is all about, huh? <laughs> or did you do all of your talking last night with Brian Last or the night before with Captain SMU who got a yeah. big win over Arkansas State last week? Yeah, you all tuckered, yeah, you all Captain, talked out and tuckered out. Captain SMU. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the varsity club. He's the SMU guy. He's the, <laughs> He's the water boy for the, for Rotunda and, and Steiner. That's nice. That's fucked up, man. Y'all got to leave Lance alone, man. Whatever. They call him Mustang Man. <laughs> he's a mule you just pull his teeth back <laughs> that's messed up Whatever. no i mean i i i agree with you what do you want me to say i mean yeah it's ronnie garvin if he locks up with steiner it's that's two rough bastards what do you want me to say that would have been better than what you did okay you suck dude really let i mean me ask, let me ask hopper hopper what you got from this match Kevin Sullivan looks like a fucking weirdo. Jesus. He looks like the guy you see like that's in the middle of the mall like during the day on a fucking Tuesday that's just sitting in a food court drinking a fucking Coke and just like staring at people. Children's booties. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him, dude. Oh. This is a, you can hear JR. This is a this is a this is a sadistic situation. I mean, he just stays in that corner sadistically looking over at Precious. Like she's a pork chop. Or filet mignon. Okay. Or ass. Or ass. Don't uh, forget ass. It turns into uh this this thing goes on a while. I mean, it's a big this is a big match for this uh this show. It turns into a four way uh with all guys all the guys fighting and when it does Sullivan decides it's time to kidnap Precious and the Garvins don't realize what has happened. Now before I play the audio from the Garvins trying to track down Precious, uh Doc, anything else you have from this match? Bro, he he snatched Precious Precious and no one in the crowd helps. Yeah. And the cop follows him, giving it all away. <laughs> 
this is one of those situations when I used to, when I was a kid, I used to think, how come the cops not doing anything? But I will tell you this. In my expert industry insider opinion, Shivani and JR knocked this out of the park. Hit the audio, pal. All right. Well, first off, I gotta get I gotta get to the time. Jesus Christ! What the fuck, you f- God? What, what do you want me to do? I was letting it Fucking play. Rook. We've gone from unprofessional meaning filthy to unprofessional meaning. Duh, 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 duh. God, you, you really think I just hit a button and go to the audio? I'm let- actually. I got I got four different controls open over here that I'm doing to record this bullshit. It would if we were on Arcadian Vanguard. Yeah. What if I was Ron Fuller? Did you really just go there, Doc? <laughs> we're gonna saddle up, you <laughs> the doc has arrived. <laughs> oh, Harper's here for the real stud cast, you assholes. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody's gonna. You know, let me tell you what's. Let me tell you what's funny about what you just said. Some some freaking idiot out there is gonna take everything you said too serious, and they're gonna report back to Ron Fuller that you're ribbing him and shit. And making fun of his podcast when you when I, the three of us listen to that shit religiously, I'm yeah, caught up now. I love it, man. I listen every week. Ron Fuller is a is a wrestling historian, a wrestling legend, and a gem, and I love his show. So, somebody go tell Ron that I love his show. Big tall bastard. I watched his brother on a 1993 <laughs> Saturday night not too long ago, and. The Fullers bring me all kinds of wrestling joy. So don't do that. We love the Fullers. We love Brian Last. I know there's a lot of people out there that are all up on Twitter fighting about wrestling. Man, I, I ain't I ain't trying to fight about no wrestling. Yeah, man. I'm just, that, man. Let's I'm just like, hear let's just I hear this. It. Let's just hear this poor valet get kidnapped and taken away. Dude, I, I ain't I ain't got time to be fighting about wrestling online. I I I, 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 I try to be fight about a goddamn thing online. Man, yeah, I mean, let's just talk about let's just talk about good classic wrestling and have fun. Amen. All right. Um, I'm still not at the timestamp because we were. Both Jesus, there. how much time did we <laughs> have to Steven buy Jaworski you? Is Steven doing this? <laughs> it's, it's like Steven Jaworski's drafting seven straight quarterbacks and seven state drafts for the Browns. <laughs> All right, let's go to the let's go to the uh, to the finish now. Here it is. It's still fighting the ring. Neither. Precious. No. Sullivan nowhere to be found. Kevin Sullivan has kidnapped Precious. Sullivan has taken Precious away from ringside. Jimmy, where's Precious? Sullivan took her. Sullivan's got her. Oh, this, this is almost, considering what we have seen, it's almost heart-stopping right now. sounding the bell here but the important thing is not the outcome of this match that is very inconsequential but there are like we're back back there they're looking everywhere they can Oh! 
I don't believe that. what we're hearing here. What, ha what transpired in the time that Sullivan left the ring here until she was sitting, she was like hiding, like a, a small child whimpering in, a, in the fetal position under that table. What is so shocking about what we have just seen, not only that Sullivan leave the ring with her, but we heard her say plainly, get away from me, Jimmy Garvin. And Ronnie Garvin, Jimmy and Ronnie Garvin, get away, leave me alone. What? I don't know where this happened. This is a little bit spooky. I'll tell you that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in just a moment. Al Perez and Gary Hart will join us. Yeah. Spooky. All right, Hopper. Hopper, I'll go to you first. Your thoughts on the it, on pressure? This is right spooky. There. It's I mean, obviously get... he must have fucking raped her or something. Or hey, fucking touched hey, her. hey, hey. I mean, that's what they lead you to believe, right? I mean, if you're a kid, you you think. He like put a spell on her. Oh, oh yeah, because because we've seen him put spells on people. Are you trying to say we've seen him rape people? I'm just saying. Oh, I didn't. We just it. seen him stare at, at this broad for about a good 15 minutes, and he he picks her up and drags her in the back in some dark room, and she don't want to be touched by anyone. I certainly didn't think that he raped her. I mean. So I, I don't know about that one, Harper, but okay. Uh, I I just figured he put a spell on her. Yeah, mm. he put a spell on her, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Abracadabra. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Abracadabra. Abracadabra. As my kid, as my kid says, ma magic, magic, poof. Is that abracadabra? Is that something in Arab or in... Arab would say, Hopper. Jeez. Come on. A freaking Arab. A freaking Arab. A freaking Arabs. He is the worst with that shit. What? God. I'd like God. to apologize to all of our. Um, freaking Arabs? Yeah. All two of them? Who? Who is Arabic that fucking listens to us? Uh, half Pint? Is Half Pint from, from fucking Jordan? No, no. Half Pint is not from Jordan, but you believe it or not, Hopper, this Who? show has been downloaded lots of times in the Middle East. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just telling you. Like the, like the Israeli flags and shit. I'm just telling you, hey, bro. Man. I'm just, just putting it out there. Hey, man, if you find the right, the right persuasion, the Persian, the Iranian woman. Mm. Who's that? Just a general Middle Eastern woman can be uh, very, very hot. Um, I brought... I think Middle Eastern women are very underrated. Yes. Of how hot they are. Yes. I dated a, a chick from Jordan, and she was fun. Did she stick her tongue out when she dunked on you? No, she no. <laughs> it was crazy because she was she was a uh, Catholic. What? Yeah, she was she was a uh, Catholic and she was jihad Catholic too. It was like a nun <laughs> from hell. <laughs> What does uh, jihad Catholic I'm, mean? Like, I'm, like, like, like old, old Italian grandma Catholic. Oh, I still don't know what the hell that means. I, yeah, I, I, well, you know I'm, what that means? Like, no, like, like they really, they're they're super Catholic, super Catholic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not we're gonna fly buildings into skyscraper Catholic. No, they're like okay. you know, if we're not married, you can't put a hand on me. Oh, you got to yeah. put a ring on it if you want to put a hand on her. Right. Good kid. 
Good kid. <laughs> Sopranos <laughs> reference. That was awesome. God, bro. I've never heard I'll the tell term. Tell you about her fucking in, in a like like off the fucking, uh, you know. <laughs> okay. Jihad Catholic. Hopper creates another one for us on the show. God. <laughs> All right. Well, Alvarez. I'd just like to say hi to the whole Middle East. Would like to increase American Middle Eastern relations. Um, there you go. Al Perez. Remember, we, we're not here to fight with anybody. We're here to talk about wrestling. Now, here's what I would have done with that that whole thing. They should have had Precious hot out for a week or two and then show back up with Sullivan and her hair would be all black and she would be under that spell. And then we got to figure out what's going on and like they have to like turn Precious back to the bodacious Precious. That's too fucking hokey. That's like something they'll do on Glow. Yeah. It really uh, is. I mean, if we're going to be real honest, I don't, I don't know if I like the whole... And this shit's about to develop into something else and something happens to the Clash of Champions. I mean, everybody who's seen it knows what was about to happen. But if we're going to be real honest, the whole putting a spell on... I, I don't know, man. Like, I get it. It's the Varsity Club and it's Sullivan and Sullivan's sadistic and he can do certain things but once you start getting into magic powers i'm like that's when it probably starts getting into cartoon shit like hopper no what i'm saying is her hair's black and she's a devotee because he did some cult leader like stuff and like like david koresh yeah if you i mean look if you really not like look to make it dabra jihad poof no, to make it like R-rated, like you're talking, uh, I mean, not that you're talking, but like he puts a spell on her, but the spell was his stroke of his dong oh. going in her. And all of a sudden now she's like, Jimmy ain't giving me, giving it to me like that. He is. So I got the, I got the Sullivan spell on me like that, but magic spell. Yeah. I'm not talking about a magic spell. You moron. That's what you said. It means like well, a dick spell. Yeah. Like. Cock powers. Yeah. Cock powers. Cock speaking powers. Of, speaking of cock powers, I bet Al Perez may have had some of those back in the day. Uh, he seemed to be Why? a nice looking gentleman. He defeated, How would you know that? He defeated Russ Mosley, and then we got the Spam Slam of the Week who goes to Bobby Eaton. And then soon after the Spam Slam of the Week to Bobby Eaton, uh, I must warn you all, uh, Al Perez and Gary Hart are about to cut a promo. Now, you know, before I play this, we're a politics-free zone, but Gary Hart didn't get that message from us, nor did he know 31 years ago that we would be reviewing this on a podcast that is politics-free. So with that said, BTT cannot be held responsible for whatever Gary Hart's about to say, and I just wanted to leave it at that. May I hit play, Doc? Oh, absolutely. Let's hear this. I don't even remember what this is. Jesus Christ. Here it is. Al Perez, Gary Hart, right at the top of the program. Comments from Nikita Kolov. Your, your feelings on those comments, Gary. You know, I travel a lot with the NWA. I'm in an airport in Washington, D.C., Chicago, Philadelphia, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston. It makes no difference. People come up to me and they say, Gary, don't you think you're a little heavy on Nikita Kolov because he himself defected from Russia? That they believe that I am wrong for staying on Nikita. They said that Nikita defected from Russia like other athletes, like that America was built on 
immigrants from other countries. Nobody has to give me no history lesson. Nobody has to tell me what took place in building this country. But it wasn't built on people like Nikita. As far as I'm concerned, Nikita, you ain't nothing but a bald-headed socialist pig. And you come to my country and tell me not to get in your face, sucker. Don't you ever presume for one second that you are anything other than a communist pig in my eyes. This is my country. And if there is any liberal, ridiculous Americans that want to cheer for Nikita, that tells me that you are nothing more than some kind of diabolic moron. You remember, Nikita, this is my country. And you walk the line or I'll put the boots to your face. Perez is a better man than you in every day, in every way. Don't you ever compare yourself with the legendary Latin heartthrob. Lay it to him, brother. You know, Nikita, what you just saw me do to this individual, I don't even know what his name was. But, brother, it's okay, because when I get you in the ring, Nikita, you better write your name on your chest, because you're going to forget it when I finish with you. And I have one more thing to say to the American public. If you are believing the hogwash about Nikita, you are a fool. Jim Ross talks with the one and only American Dream, Dusty Rose, when we come back. Oh, well, Doc, your thoughts? I don't think Gary Hart knows the difference between a socialist and a communist. Harper, would you like to explain? Uh, a socialist was uh, Ivan Drago, a Rocky IV, and a, and a communist is that hot Puerto Rican broad from New York. That's that's pretty good. That will wrap up today's edition of Politics with Harper. <laughs> oh, Gary Hart. Oh, I don't have any comment on this. Talk to you. I just... This is, in my opinion, this is the second straight week where they've been out there and it's like, eh. Yeah, because, I mean, if he doesn't really bring up the politics here, it, it, there's really not much us to talk about. And he forgot that he grew his hair out. That's true, too, because he talks about it being yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, then. Let's uh, let's go to Dusty because he's about to be up next and um uh, Dusty's looking to score some points with the people here, at least in my opinion. So here it is. Give it a second. I'm queuing it up. Back here at ringside, ladies and gentlemen, in Tallahassee, Florida. And how about a Florida welcome for the one and only American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I know there's a lot of things on your mind, and a lot of people are doing some funny things, especially we've seen out here in this hour. Well, you know, Jim Ross, you know, I travel all over the country, throughout this country, and every time I come back to Tallahassee, Florida, it makes me feel so good. Mm. It's you. Because one thing you got down here in Florida is you got a little bit of my heart, you got some Christians, you got some good-looking ladies, you got some good-looking men, and you got some rednecks, and I love rednecks. Now, dear, on my mind and Lex Luger's mind is one four husband and a man. Let me tell you what, Barry Windham. Let me tell you what. You made your bed. You have made your bed in public, if you will. 
Now then, you got to deal with the fact that Lex Luger's after you. You got to deal with the fact that the road was after you. You got to deal with the fact that Steve's after you. You got to deal with the fact that the Keaton's after you. And you got to deal with the fact that sooner or later, you got to come face to face with Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. You know, it's awful easy to come out here and get funky like a monkey. But Bear Wyndham, Ian Anderson, Ric Flair, J.J. Dillon, I want you to tell one man something. That man that slept Magnum T.A., Tully Blanchard, your hand in belongs to Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. it is the four horsemen the lines have been drawn war has been declared and my god i am the general in this war daddy and that's what it's all about i love you the american dream dusty Rhodes, and now let's go up to the ring and see sting well dusty's talking to the people doc i'll throw it to you first what you got the thing that stood out to me about that is I've been listening to the corny omnibus episodes about Jim Crockett promotions. And man, he comes out there and says, I love rednecks. And it's like, man, the rednecks, that crowd was into him. And it's just about, you know, they, 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 they left their home and they got away from who they were. They tried to be something they weren't. They needed to be a Southern or Southeastern or Eastern promotion. Those people were into that. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Let me throw it to Hopper. Uh, what you got? Yeah, man, they were into them, man. Cause you keep. Cause... So think about it. Think about it right there. That crowd was, was hot mm-hmm. and there was a lot of them. And yeah. in the background, this promotion is dying. With debt and bullshit, it needs to be sold right now. Yeah, I mean, Dusty's talking to the people. You got these good-looking ladies, good-looking Christians, good-looking men, and rednecks. He loves them some rednecks. I mean, he covered the whole <laughs> spectrum right there. But he was talking to his fan base. He was talking to the people. He was lathering them up. I mean... Yeah, but they were going with him on it. And there's a lot of them. And you had the best wrestlers in the world. And you had a, a, a rabid fan base and you still managed to run that shit in the ground um it was tough sled yeah i agree uh they spent a lot you got the four you got the four horsemen you got staying in this come out and you got thousands of people and you got to sell your company what does shit yeah unfortunate what ends up happening but we're here covering today but doc does make some solid points right there i usually do Dust, I don't know about that. Dusty did cut a really good promo, and I think that's what needs to be seen there. I mean, he's, you know, I think we've seen some times in the studio where he cuts them, and um, I know, I think there's, this is the year where Dusty's in the studio, and people are basically not cheering for him. They're not booing him, but they're chanting the names of other people, like Barry and whoever else. So, you know, it's good to see him in front of a crowd and getting a reaction when he does speak to him and they are cheering him. Now, it is Florida. Maybe that's got a little bit more to do with it, too. But at the same time, he's getting cheered here. So, uh, 
you know, good promo from Dusty uh, in the end. We got Sting taking on Larry Davis up next. He wins with the Scorpion Deathlock. If you're watching on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash BTT, you would have seen that. Become a patron. Little as two bucks a month. Get access to all of our Patreon-only shows. There's over 200 plus. So there you go. Tinyurl.com slash BTT. Then we got Sting cutting a promo. Uh, Doc, I-, I hadn't intended on playing it, but uh, Doc, you hate Sting. But listen to those people. They were cheering for him when he was saying yeah. Florida. Florida is the party spot. He called Florida the party spot. I don't know if I've ever heard it. it. It's a that? party spot. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess for spring break or something, you know, you're a kid in college. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. God, remember when, like, MTV would go to Florida <laughs> yep. for spring break? Yeah. Good. Man, that shit. They, they used to have the MTV beach house during what? the summertime. Holy you I went to the uh, to one of those places. Uh, uh, it, well, it was an MTV beach house. It, it was in uh, in Tijuana, right on the coast. And what did you do there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uncatholic like a... things. <laughs> he said um, uncatholic like things for anybody who didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. You, 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 you just got to keep your head on the swivel the whole time. Kind of like New Orleans, time. huh? It's worse than New Orleans. It makes New Orleans look like fucking, you know, fucking Mayberry. It's a whole different animal. Sounds riveting since you can't tell us what you did, Harper. Well, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Okay, well, great. Today, today involves, people love that. Well, it involves a Mexican broad. <laughs> Use your, so you're saying you're telling all of our fans and listeners use their imagination. Mm, use it well. There you go. Okay. All right. Yum. So um, ring and ding ding is what he's saying. Ricky Santana then defeats Mike Jackson with a splash off the top rope that looked much better than the one he hit a while back. Remember that one Harper? We were talking about it where he basically fell off the top rope and hit the splash. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. During this match, I I was hitting ten. 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 Yeah. To get to the end. I hear you. Ten. Did you hear did you hear one of the announcers say that Mike Jackson has two master's degrees? Really? Well this is what he's doing with it. Come on. Whoa. Mike was a wrestler. (laughs) Yeah. Really, was he? (laughs) That's a good point. You saw his gear. (laughs) I didn't have two master's degrees, but okay. Uh anyway. Um See, it's a uh, rag on Mike tonight. Uh, whatever. Oh, oh, oh poor oh. you. <laughs> poor Michael Mills. Hey, bless hey, your heart. For real, I got an, I got, a, I got another email today. <laughs> Not today, but since the last show we recorded, somebody uh, <laughs> saying um, they don't know how you two put up with my n ass. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's nice. Who said that? Uh, I, don't, I don't. I'm not giving an email so, out over the over the airwaves. Some, some I kind of think you ought to dox nah. them. Why would I do that? No, come on, guys. We don't need it. We don't need all of that. That's for the other shows to oh. do is to get angry and. I'm curious where he went to school at. Mike Jackson. Who? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Send it to at SMU Heavyweight. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, See if he has a program. Where, can you look up in your programs where Mike Jackson went to 
college for hey, a shoot. Uh, hey, Lance. Uh, hi, big fan. He went to Troy. Uh, he went to Troy. We play. Uh, we played them every once in a while. Yeah, he went to uh, South Alabama. Uh, go Jaguars, and yeah, he got a, a master's degree in uh, in finance, and, and he had a another degree in 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 uh, liberal arts. So yeah, yeah, he did well for himself. You know. Mm. Nah. <laughs> Y'all are going fucked up. to hell. Come on. Okay, let's <laughs> keep going. Why would we go to hell? Y'all are going straight to hell, man. I'm sorry. What for? Y'all are, y'all are going to hell. All right, we get a replay of uh, Cornette going through the cake, um, followed by a mild Cornette promo. Let me go to it because uh, there is something to it. Uh, let's see. Oh, this new network is a pain in the butt. It's great. Hey. Yeah, fuck this. I don't think I've ever seen you speechless before, but that okay, was just okay, close. Okay, go ahead. I see that little smile on your weasel face. Fix the problem. Go ahead and laugh. Everybody had a big laugh at my expense. Well, it's time to wipe the smiles off a few faces around here. The party's just starting. It ain't over. The party's just starting. Look at that asshole Fantastic. in the back. When you first came in here, I'll admit it. I made a mistake. We thought you'd be a pushover. We thought you'd be easy, but you came in on national TV and you beat us. Okay, so we got you back on national TV and not only do we give you the worst beat you've ever suffered, but we took a belt, brother, and we whipped you like the dog's yard in front of your fans, your friends, and your family. We humiliated you. Those, those straps will go away off your back after a couple of days, but that pain out of your soul and not in your gut, that stays with you forever, fantastic. So you got your pea brains revved up. You said, how can we get even with the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette? We can take their U.S. Tag Team title, and we can get our hands on Jim Cornette and maybe beat him up, but preferably whip him like he did us. Well, let me tell you something, Fantastics. You may have got the U.S. Tag Team title on the most ridiculous decision ever in the NWA, but you will never get your hands on me, and you damn sure won't whip me, brother, because the Midnight Express knows how to get to you. The Midnight Express knows how to take your number, brother. All these fans, these idiots, these morons that love you so much, you really believe it. They chant for you. They cheer for you. They give you strength. That fighting spirit, that fighting will. Well, brother, I think you're idiots for liking them, and I think they're idiots for liking you. And we're going to crush that spirit. We're going to break that fighting hard before it's over. You're going to be down on your knees in front of me, and you're going to admit the Midnight Express is the greatest. You're going to hand us those tag belts, and you're going to say the fans are garbage, and so are we, because we're going to break that spirit, and we're going to humiliate you in front of the thing that means most to you. That is your fans. (laughs) You think I'm crazy? You think I'm crazy? Well, maybe I am, brother. I'm crazy like a fox. A talk with a world champion. Doc, you want to go first? Yeah, I do. I wish it would turn around him with that racket and hit that motherfucker in the back. When the Which yellow. one? Oh, yeah. The one with the yellow or the other one? The yellow just thwack. Him? Look at him. God, he... Pro- he's he, he looks he, like an asshole. A, yeah. That's a the that's a the South's gonna rise again type asshole too. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy that's, guy, bro. Fucking know what he drives? A four uh a Ford a pickup. Uh, it's it, no, no no fucking remember them cars? It was the Ford version of the of the uh the El Camino. It was a, a Ranchero or something. <laughs> <laughs> Remember them cars? <laughs> no. I think I know what you're talking about, Offer. 
Man, yeah. you're on the back pages of the Auto Trader now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Man, you know we've been doing this for a while, and Harper's been pulling out his superpower of cars for a while because he's pulled out some cars tonight that, I mean, for a while we never had to look them up, but <laughs> he's pulling out cars tonight. That a Rancharo, a- where the fuck it was called. It, it was look- like a... Uh, it was like their version of a an El Camino. It was basically an LTD with the with the truck bed. Somebody out there is gonna post what it is <laughs> on the Facebook group. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a bunch of pictures of it. Uh, man, that's a little bit. Bef- that was yeah, ugh. yeah. That's a guy who's like, y'all better stand for the anthem, brother. <laughs> and then he's like, but the South's gonna rise again. Wait, what? He's one of those guys that has one of those fucking velvet posters in his in his room that says "Heaven didn't want me and uh, hell thought I'll take over." Knock uh, <laughs> <laughs> up! I'm talking about. <laughs> he was bought at some shit. Yeah, he fucking he was got bought it. At some shitty head shop, and it smells mm. like bong water. He probably won it like at a, at the fucking uh, county fair. I'm getting depressed by this conversation because it's too <laughs> real. Heaven, say, say it again, Hopper. We, Heaven didn't we stopped, want me. We stopped. We stopped. We stopped working about the time the Ford Ranchero showed up. This turned into a shoot. Heaven, heaven, heaven didn't want me. And what? How's it go? It's it, dude. They used to have that poster. Oh, Whenever you went to the you know sound warehouse or the the record store that was in the mall and it had the posters of, of like the gas the, pipe, yeah, they'll, they'll have like uh you know the, the the posters of fucking David Lee Roth for the chicken in a bikini. They always had the poster. It would be like some like Grim Reaper or something, and they said Heaven didn't want me, and Hell thought I'll take over. <laughs> and every fucking with a little. Head, with a little picture of like the Tasmanian devil or something. Yeah, some shit. Every like metalhead person had that in their fucking bedroom. You know what's great about back then? People would see that Everything shit and just be and like and nothing. And they would just be like, <laughs> whatever, they'd laugh it off. Man, you got a bunch of idiots nowadays that would see that and figure out how to make that political and oh god they will call the federal government on you yes it would offend them to the highest degree meanwhile harper's quoting it and laughing at the dumb shit because it was (laughs) stupid it was as stupid back then as it would be now but the funny part about it is back then people just read it and kept it moving Mm -hmm. all right let's go to rick flair now because we gotta we gotta get his promo in here uh here is uh here's rick flair Back, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ross back with our heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And ladies and gentlemen, if it is a true statement that the wrestling world revolves around the four horsemen, without a doubt, the four horsemen, in my opinion, have to revolve around the heavyweight champion of the world. All right, Tallahassee. First of all, let's clarify one thing when it comes to partying in the state of Florida. Jim Ross, if you were chasing women, who would you rather be with? Ric Flair and the Horseman or Sting and Lex Luger? For openers, what we have right here. 
Tucker and Space Mountain on a mobile unit traveling statewide. Woo! Looking as only we can look. And now, with the addition of Barry Windham, we are streamlined. We've got all the gold, all the notoriety, all the money, all the prestige. And for you people out there that are still having a hard time deciphering why Barry Windham would want to walk that yellow brick road with the four horsemen, let's look at it like this. What better life could it be than to walk with the world champions, the best in this sport, the Dusty Rhodes, the Stings, the Road Warriors, the Lex Lugers, the powers of our sport as they see it will be this summer the recipients of the worst beatings that have ever been seen in the sport of professional wrestling because the heat's on we're better than we've ever been and in the months to come the horsemen will show the wrestling world why the national wrestling alliance the four horsemen and any women that think they can take the ride we are the best this sport has to offer in closing let me ask this question to everybody here girls one question what's causing all this there's none like him ladies and gentlemen the heavyweight champion of the world and now let's go up to the ring and one half of the Anderson. All right, hey Doc, give me a chance. I gotta, uh, I gotta stop the uh, Patreon video and restart it because I'm at the time capacity. Hold on. You like Harper? Do you like the fact that he said that he's rolling? They're right now rolling Space Mountain on a mobile unit across the state. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great oh, and then line. He, from yeah, me. and then he and then he goes. He's basically challenging. He's like, "We'll beat you, and some of you will fuck." I don't know. If you want to jump on or let us jump in, we're here. Harper, would you Harper, would you have from that? I like that woman at the fifty eight oh eight mark, and then they go back to her at fifty eight twenty eight, mm-hmm. and and it's fucking real to her, bro. And she's got them little fucking black kids all like scrambling all over, and she she she's trying to get her shit in because she's got to get some of Rick. Too. Um, Look at that! Rode, I bet he got all over that. I know. Huh? She rode Space Mountain. Him. Oh yeah. She rode Space Mountain that night, or maybe the oh, day yeah. before, but she rode it. I'm I bet you. he drenched her. In Look at drizz. it. Look at her. Look, Look at her. She's like, get out of here, you damn little. <laughs> she said it, Harper. She said it. She said it. What'd she say? What'd she, she say? She said it. She said it. He knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, she was definitely thinking it. She, if she didn't say it, she she was thinking it. Look at him. Then the kid watch watch. Then he shoots the bird at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pause it on it, man. That's awesome. Watch it. She's like, yeah, I'm trying to be on TV. There it Fuck is. Fuck you, Flair. Look at the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's not classic. That's awesome. Man. That's awesome. Yeah, what, what Harper's not telling you is that's his arm flipping the bird. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember those days going to the shows and everyone acting like this, man. Uh. <laughs> what was the term back then, Mike? Roguish? I don't know, but I remember like being at a sh- being at the uh, Crockett Cup and uh, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert was mouthing off and and um, I remember screaming. I don't know if I screamed "fuck you" or "shut the hell up," but my uncle like slapped me. <laughs> what do you? Like, what do you oh, eight? No, nah, the Crockett Cup. I was ten. Yeah, yeah, that okay. was man. You foul mouth little bastard. My uncle slapped me, man. He what, what do you want to bet that one of me. those little kids around her tried to grab her ass or something? They're just probably to see if they could get away with it. What? I'm waiting. I'm waiting on Hopper's everyone. Yeah. They probably grabbed her purse. Oh, They're come probably. on. <laughs> it's messed up. That's fucked up. <laughs> it is. There's She's more gold under there was more yourself. gold under that skirt than there was in that purse. Wow. Come on, uh, man. Jesus. What are you, 12? God. Talk like that. What's wrong with him, Aubrey? All right. Come on. I just see I got this picture of Coming from the guy who went to Tijuana for a spring break and just decided to roll <laughs> a, a, a mobile space mountain across Tijuana. Yum. I just got that uh text from Hopper of the Ranchero. That's a that's a hell of a car, Hopper. I just want to point yeah. that out. Um, Hopper, with Hopper. Harper's attitude towards women, if he was born ten years earlier, don't you think he would have had AIDS? That's nice. No, because because it's a miracle he doesn't have it. Are you from. trying to say? Are you trying to say he's out there begging like an '80s territory wrestler? <laughs> no, <laughs> but during the '90s he did. Yeah. They probably till a couple <laughs> years ago. See, see. <laughs> hey, bro! Always tell people, look, I've never been married. I've been single since day one. I don't have kids, bro, because I'm not fucking retarded. I know what I'm doing. Be fucking smart with your dick. I don't know what the hell that means, but I'm not I'm just saying, uh, it's just like it's it's you know, I choreographed to not have children before I was fucking married. Like this was all like this isn't by luck. This is all fucking choreographed. Know what you're doing before you step into the fucking ring. Doc, please follow up. I I actually the call dropped for me, so I missed whatever this is. Oh god. And I came back to Connections and Polly Walnuts. So, okay, <laughs> Hopper, repeat yourself, Hopper. Jesus Christ, Doc's Doc dropped. I'm just saying, like, I, I, this is choreographed. How, like, I don't have any fucking kids, bro. Like, like, this is all done on purpose. It's not from luck. So, I mean, know what you're doing before you whip your dick out. So does that mean you practice the rhythm method and then pull out? I practice every fucking method. Yeah, like you get up, you bring a funnel and bleach just in case I you, mean, you shoot inside. Like I'm on a pill. I don't give a fuck. My tubes are tied. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're just sitting there stroking away and all of a sudden like a cartoon or face turns into a bullseye target. Boom! That's that's nice. (laughs) 
That's fucked up. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with us? That's fucked up. This is why we can't get fucking sponsors. <laughs> yeah, this is why. This is exactly why. <laughs> this is why we can't get the fucking uh the fucking fantasy football or fucking blue chew or the the whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I found out something about the 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 the, the, the cockpit uh, company that I, I don't know if I'd want them as a sponsor anyway, because uh, uh, they ain't paying too much to these people they sponsor. Let's oh, just, really? Let's just, let's just put it out there like that. And that's the rumor I can on the try street. it out and see what happens. <laughs> you want to try it out and see what happens? Yeah. Go buy it and put in the code limp dick. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay, now that we got all that out the way, let's go back to J.J. Dillon and Tully and Arn, because Arn just defeated Ryan Wagner. Uh, he won with the Gord Buster, and now we got uh, J.J., Tully, and Arn at ringside. Here it is, and Tully's got a glorious four-horseman jacket on. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have been going on here today on this program we've seen from Sting, and we heard from Dusty Rhodes being reinstated. Well, I listen to Precious Paul Ellering. I listen to the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. The names go on and on and on. You can throw Sting in the pile. And they're all threatened to do what they've been threatened to do for the last couple years. And that's kick the horseman's butt. But as you can see, we're still here. We're still packing all the gold. We're still mounting up all the victories. And there hadn't anybody been able to kick our butt yet. And with the addition of Barry Windham, we are now the most fearsome force in the history of professional wrestling. And I defy anybody to kick our butt. Come and get it. (laughs) You know, J.J., you're so eloquent all the time, 24 hours a day. And that's what being a horseman's all about. It's a 24-hour-a-day job. You know, let's flash back in the near-not-so-near feud past uh, what would Lex Luger today be today without the horseman? We made Lex Luger what he is today. So he wanted to go try to do something. What Lex Luger did was get kicked out because he couldn't follow the game plan. Now, Barry Windham, he's been underneath everybody's shadow for so long. He is so great and nobody could see it but a man like J.J. Dillon. But everybody calls him a traitor. Everybody says he's this. Everybody says he's that. Because the man wants to have some notoriety. He wants to see his name up in the lights. Next to the lights of Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Tully Blanchard, the world's champions. What can be so bad about that? The man wants to make something of himself. So, Barry, with us and our help, your help to us, we will take the horsemen to heights never seen before. So, Sting, you want to talk about the Road Warriors, Dusty Rhodes, and all the rest to come and help you, Nikita Koloff, Dr. Death. I don't want to leave anybody out. You people, come on, because you've been after us for a long time. And Dream, if I'm yours, big man, I'm happy about it. There's an old saying, Dusty Rhodes, a man has no pride till he have a son. When Barry Windham was a child, he spoke as a child, and he acted as a child. When he became a man, he put childish things away, just like the rest of the horsemen. It's the American dream, it's what you truly stand for, that a man can go from nowhere to rise to the top of any kind of sport, any kind of business. He can achieve it in America, and that's what you truly stand for. Let Barry Windham finally let go, stand out from behind that shadow, and rise to the heights. 
forget about the fallacy that public opinion dictates this world. You get nothing in this world without taking it. And that's what we're going to do. The summer of 88 is take and take until there's nothing left to take. We are the horsemen. We are the elite. Barry Windham in action next. Don't you dare go away. Arn, you get nothing in this world without taking it. That's all I got, man. He's the greatest. Doc, your thoughts? We're going to take and take until there's nothing left to take. And he doesn't mean take as in rob. He means we're going to beat your ass and we're going to get it from you. Man, what when you he got? started talking about putting down childish things, Jesus Christ. I mean, I, it's like, when are we going to pass the collection plate next? <laughs> Harper, what you got from it? I like Tully, man. Tully was really good. He got kicked out because he didn't follow the game plan. I want some it, notoriety. Right. It wasn't just that. Tully also said he was preaching the truth in the gospel. He said, where would Luger be today if he wasn't a horseman? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then JJ was like, everybody says they're going to kick our butt, but who really does? I mean, the only thing that all three of them didn't do at the end of that was go, everybody in the church say amen. Amen. And, uh, right, as, right as they get ready to about the last eight seconds, the organ starts up and here comes the collection collection plate. plate. I'll be damned. That's <laughs> the only thing they didn't do. Say amen. Can I get an amen? <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, Hopper, what else you got from it, if anything? I mean, it was all perfect. I mean, I, I can't get tired of listening to Arn Anderson. Mm-mm. Me either. I don't care. What, I, I don't care. What right, but, you know, one of the one of the, the, the junior varsity members of this whole franchise doesn't think Arn's all that great. Yeah, he's working. Uh He'd rather listen to Carrie cut clouds promos. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> we got to revisit that one day. I'm going to hear Fritz come out with it. Hear Fritz come out with his old 75 year old marble mouth. <laughs> My boy, <laughs> My boy Remember the one where he, where he was like, I got a letter from, uh, from one of my fans, Margaret love letter. And he's all high. <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific when you say he was all high. <laughs> well, that's true, too. Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, JJ, Tully, Arn, money as usual. Barry defeats Keith Steinborn. Mm. And then we he go. Ripped, he got that claw on there, pal. Yeah, he did. That, that devastating iron claw. And then we go uh, to a Barry promo. And this is actually mm-hmm. the last promo we're going to listen to in this episode because it's the last one. And it's a real good one. Let's uh, let's hear from Barry here. Remember, these Barry Hill promos are good. A question I would like to ask, if it's all right with you, JJ, is after you had the man beat, Barry, why did you have to put the claw I'll on tell it? you what makes the world go round. It's jealousy. Dusty Rhodes is jealous. Steve is jealous. The Road Warriors. And most of all, Lex Luger is the most jealous one of everyone in that other dressing room. Well, let me tell you what. I grew up six foot six. I didn't have to go to the gym every day. It's all natural, boys. I'm a big man of my own right, and I can kick tail anytime I want. What I'm going to do now is go through the litter and pick every one of you off. I became a horseman simply because I wanted to. The very best that there is today in professional wrestling is to be looked upon right here. I am the epitome of wrestling and the very best that there will ever be. When I was on the other side, true, I stayed in the shadows only because I was a nice guy. I'm not a nice guy anymore, and I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm going to kick some 
and I'm going to do it as I wish all the time. Diamonds are forever, and so are the horsemen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what else can you say? We're going to be right back. A tag team showdown. It's the Road Warriors and the Powers of Pain right after this timeout. Okay, I didn't I didn't bleep out or uh, silence Barry when he said kick your ass. Uh that was um that was the video. So, Harper, your thoughts on Barry right there uh, cutting the heel promo, a hell of a heel promo. Man, it is so much better as a heel. Jesus Christ, yes. He's a he, he's a million times better. Man. And they're all jealous of him. Mm-hmm. They're all jealous of Barry. And Barry doesn't need a lift ways to be big, motherfucker. He came out the box big. <laughs> that shit was awesome. I rolled off the assembly line like this, pal. Yeah. I'm all I'm stuck. Dude. That was a freaking solid minute and twenty and he, second promo from him. And he had the sneer on his face when he did it too, which was good. Yeah. God, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was real good. Um, what else you got, Doc? Nothing, man. But uh, you know, it's it, this 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 uh this four horsemen is starting to seem real dangerous. I might totally want to agree. might might want to sleep on your back if you know what I mean. Totally agree. I mean, they they were excellent right here. So, all right, um. Hopper, you got anything else from Barry before we keep going? No, we can go. So we got the Road Warriors versus the Powers of Pain up next. Warlord and Barbarian. Um, man, it was they're a nice still here. Yes, they are. Um, they're going to be here for a little while longer. I, I actually looked ahead and <laughs> I, I did too. Yeah, I was like, damn, I don't remember this going on this long, but it does. Um, it, it ends when they announce the, that there's going to be the scaffold match. And yeah, that shouldn't happen. And as we all talked about, because they bailed, um, there was a, that, that was it right there. That power slam that Barbarian hits on Hawk. Man, that, that, that looked really good early in the match. Uh, they take the wide shot during this match because it's so dark. You can tell, um, I'm sorry, you can't tell who is who. Like, I don't know if y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Like, they both have black tights with the red lettering and the face paint and the hairs similar. And like right there, they take that wide shot and you might for a second, you got to look and go, wait, who's who? Because these guys look really similar to each other in the ring. Uh, anyway, doc, I'll throw it to you. Any thoughts on this match? I thought that the road warriors sold more than I expected, which I guess, you know, again, in the corny omnibus, he talks about, you know, they would sell for the Midnights if the Midnights cheated to get the advantage because they knew they were getting the comeback. But I thought they sold quite a bit there. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Talk I'm not real you. interested in this because I know it's not going to pay off. So, Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> no payoff. Uh, Hopper, do you have anything from it? Man, the, the crowd was ready for this shit. They, they were into it, man. Hot. The Road yeah. Warriors are over. I mean, this was a great fucking show from fucking beginning and pretty it, good it, pal it really it really was it really was a good one uh and i agree with you the crowd was into it they 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 were thoroughly enjoying this thing you got four you know as bruce pritchard always says there's four big bastards in there going at it i mean look they got the haircuts like each other i mean it's it's, it's they're like mirror images of each other in a way but and i'm not saying you you can they're, they're at the same level as tag teams and tag team history but at the same time they're like mirror images of each other, but to Doc's point, they don't pay this off. But the way this thing ends is lots of shenanigans at the end. 
Tully and Arn come out to help out the powers of pain, and then Hawk is attacked in the ring with a chair. JR says they may have cracked the vertebrae in the back of his. Uh, they leave Hawk laid out, which you got to give him credit. I mean, it's not like Hawk got laid out all the time back then uh, in the ring. So we've seen kind of like Animal get hurt in this feud, and now we see uh, Hawk get hurt in this feud. So anyway, uh, Doc, any closing thoughts on kind of like what we see at the end of this thing? I would like to see Dusty. In, oh, have you gone on the mat, the show, or just this match? Just this match. Oh no, I'm good. Okay, all right, Hopper. Anything else from this match before we go to the last match? Yeah, I was waiting to see uh, Dusty or or someone come out, staying to save him, but didn't happen. Didn't happen. And maybe it's because Dusty was coming out in the next match where he's going to yeah. take on Tully Blanchard in a Texas bull rope match. I mean, so like Hopper said, start to finish, man, there's like basically good matches on this show. Uh, we've seen a lot of competitive matches, I'll call them, not just uh, enhancement talent. Dusty gets a nice ovation when he comes out. This match starts with barely two minutes left in the broadcast. So like there's no time left. Tully and JJ jump Dusty to get things started. Dusty eventually gets back on offense, though. I will say this, at least in Florida, the crowd isn't tired of Dusty, and we go off air with them fighting, and it's pretty damn hot. Um, Doc, your 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 thoughts, if any. I kind of wanted to see the rest of that match there, pal. Yeah, rest really. Of what, rest of what match? We're going to see it next week. Stay tuned to find out. Oh, come no, on, no. bro. Come on, man. This ain't 1988. Just fucking I got to wait till next week. Why don't you? Why don't we just cut that episode and you can fuck up and drop that too real quick? Yeah, dick. I'm not going to be taking all this abuse. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Stop. What are you going to do about it? Stop bothering me <laughs> fucking uh, twice a goddamn week. I'm going to get Steven Javorski on your ass is what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. he going to do? Post on my page. Hey, the Pirates win. Fucking uh, uh, what the fuck's he call it? Uh, Father Jolly, Jolly Rancher. The the pirates win. Jolly Rancher. Jesus Christ. Yeah, whatever. The fucking Jolly Rancher. The, the, yeah, and then I go look on fucking ESPN. They're like twenty games below five hundred. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you bragging about? They gave up when they got rid of Andrew McCutcheon. That's all I'm. Let me tell you yeah. something about Steven Javorski. He's got the best attitude of any sports fan I know, and here's why I say that. Because he'll, cause he'll off, just like anything or anyone. First off, he lives in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and he's a Browns fan. <laughs> so, you know he deals with abuse just based on that. Second off, he, he, he posts all the time about the Browns. And his Pittsburgh friends get on there and, like, literally just rib him to death. And he is he remains unfazed by it all the time. So that's like being a Falcons fan around here. I couldn't fucking be around you, bro. I'm sorry. Can you imagine being a Falcons fan living in New Orleans? I, I, I fucking would hate you for life. I mean, hey, did that... you see the fact? Did you see the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line posed naked in the body issue? Dude, I thought that was fake. I thought it was fake too. First time I <laughs> that would be like if we, if all three of us stood like next to each other with our dicks hanging out and took a BTT body issue picture. That would be awesome. Yeah, I do no, it for the right no, money. No, no. Fuck. I mean, Doc, you you can you can wear wear uh you know a luchador mask or something, but just gotta you gotta go in your birthday suit. Other than that, it would give me away because I look like White Lashley, dude. Marin Corbin, 
Except a little pudgier. He's going to be the. I am not either. You haven't seen me in a while, pal. Okay. I'm just. I'm. I'm not, I didn't say you're a. Fat. You don't know. I mean, you, you're not you don't dusty. Know. I'm looking like I'm looking like White Lashley. Sure, you are, pal. Okay. Uh, you don't hear me drinking tonight, do you? Oh, okay. So one night a week, you decide to drink. Look, it's football season. You're going to be drinking your not your sorrows away because even if they win, you still drink 900 beers on a Sunday. So those are celebration. Pal. Those are celebration beers, then. Harper knows what I'm talking about. You drink and then decide if it's for if if it's because you're pissed or happy later. That's yeah, that, that's true, huh? My Hennessy consumption goes up drastically during football season. Usually, man, yeah, Mrs. Doc already hit me with the man. I'm, I was like, I'm so excited about football starting. She's like, not me. That's nice. Why? Why? Well, because I can't stand it when you're happy and you get all upset if the Cowboys lose for like a day, and then we can't just do whatever because you want to watch football. I was like. I, 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 that's like an Arn promo. You're not lying, but I'm just not seeing what the problem they, is. They really don't. They, re- <laughs> they let me tell you something. They really don't want you to enjoy yourself. And by enjoying yourself, I mean sitting down on a Sunday once a week and watching your favorite team. Like Rods really have a problem with that. They, they don't want you to have that. a passion outside of them. That's a great point. All That's of the, our point. listeners need to know that. That's a public service now. PSA for tonight. Harper's giving you some love advice. Oh, he's You're... in the fucking Iron Maiden? I don't want to hear that shit, Steven Jaworski. No. Turn that shit off. Uh, no aces high for you, pal. Yeah, no power slave for you, motherfucker. Uh-huh. You're my too... slave. It's not two minutes to midnight. Midnight is no. never coming. <laughs> It's true, though. We don't live at 22 Acacia Avenue. Oh, whoa, that's a deep (laughs) cut right there. All right. Yeah, I mean, but it's true. I mean, it could be Jodeci for Mike. It could be Iron Maiden for Javorski. It doesn't matter. They they, they just Do you want to hear? Here's here's the tip for all. Here's my PSA. Get your broad. You want to make your broad insane. Get them in the car and throw on the, and get them where you're on like a, hour trip somewhere go see granny or whatever and throw on that new tool record at top volume because them songs are deep and they're like 12 minutes long and it's everything broads hate oh yeah yeah, yeah I, can't get... say, I, I can't say i relate to what you're talking about. oh i'm i'm talking to our fans and oh. if anybody was a bunch of tool fans it's going to be them our people know what i'm talking about yeah they feel me all right all well, right we well gotta, anyway um, we gotta yeah, rate they, this they, thing they, football well, football season has got our broads down. I mean, they're they're dragging they're dragging ass around right now because because you know LSU's already started. They're playing Texas this weekend. That's a big game, so we're gonna all be wanting to watch that. Uh-oh. I, I actually, what, what, uh, we got we got Clemson and A and M this weekend. That's a big game in the afternoon. Those are projects that could get done around the house. Mike, you could get up there, you could paint that tile. No, you, you at actually, your at your doorway. You actually know my situation. I, I, I will. No, you can. You and your, you and Sasha could go out and get you a new trash That's can. That's not what I'm talking kitchen. about, you idiot. Um, my wife will not be here this weekend. Um, so, so I'm you're gonna, gonna have your, 
So you're going to be sitting there with your pants down around your ankles and drinking Hennessy and watching football. I don't know I'm about jealous. that. I, I got a teenager and an 11 year old that's uh, in, in the house with me. Uh, so, you know, but they won't bug me. They, they, they're old enough now where they kind of just do their own thing. Feed them. Yeah, they, and they're happy. They probably got Ryan Hyde, huh? Who are the saints got this weekend? Who y'all playing? Houston, right? Yeah. We don't. That's play Monday. That's Owen one for y'all. Okay. Yeah. Right. Here we go. This is Doc. He does this every year. It's, it, I mean, I think it's like a. Who we got the Giants too? Dog still listening to this thing? What's up, dog? We're gonna whoop that ass. Okay. Giants, believe Doc. It. We got to rate this show. I'm gonna give it an A plus. Harper, what are you giving? Six, sixteen and zero. Oh, Just like I, the Cowboys, sixteen Har- and zero. Harper gave it an A plus. What are you giving it, Doc? 16 and 0, just like the Cowboys. Okay, so he doesn't want to rate it. Uh, Hopper, who are you going to give your uh, Rolex to? Man, this is hard. I know. Mm-hmm. Very. I'm going to say this was an A, not an A, plus, by the way. I'll take <laughs> an A. Plus. It was okay. perfect. Okay. What about the Rolex? Man, this is hard because you want to give it to Arn, but I like, to, you know what? I'm going to give it to Tully. I'm going to give it to Barry. Yeah, it, it, this was hard, man. This is one of those ones where you legitimately could give it to three people for sure, if yeah. not four. And if somebody's arguing with you about it, all you could say is, yeah, he could have easily gotten it too. Uh, who are you giving yours to, Doc? Well, to finish the thing where everybody in the horseman gets one except for Rick, I'm going to go with Arn. Okay. So we just gave the Rolex to the horseman and Flair didn't get it in 88. That's strong. Yeah. That might be the first time that's happened. That's showing out right there. Yeah, that's just scoreboard, man. They were dead Deion Sanders at the at the fifty yard line already high stepping. <laughs> He'd already outrun everybody by that point. Yeah. Good stuff though, man. Good, good stuff. So now the season's about football's about to start. Do we need to go through our fantasy football rosters real quick uh, and just yeah, I, talk no. about our, our mock draft that we had? None of us play. What are you talking about? Play asshole? that shit. There is a VTT league, though, isn't there? Yeah, that's their problem. Yeah, there's a there is a VTT. <laughs> Come league. on, man. It's it's a big league too. I don't know how they do it because there's so many people in the league. I think that's Phil great, Al- man. I think Phil Allen's the on, the, on the Facebook not... page like the rest of these jabronis out there who brag like jabronis and assholes. Y'all need to be nice. I just as long as they don't make me play, man, I don't care. Phil, I love you, but uh, dude, fantasy football is like. 99% freaking luck and 1% skill. And I don't give a damn what anybody ever says. I played it long enough to see that. And I was like, yeah, uh, all right. It's fun. It was right. fun, but I just don't have that much time to invest in it anymore, man. That's my problem. Yeah, fuck that. So, all right. I hate every other team but my own. So unless I re- draft all, all Cowboys, then I'm like, this is some bullshit. I don't well, want to root for these assholes. With all that said, let me take care of some business, Doc, because we got our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Please use it. It is a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use the link. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon, great way to support this show. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book. Bobby will be coming back on the show soon because some big stuff is about to happen in Smoky Mountain Wrestling related to him. So go buy his book, Pin Me, Pay Me, and anything else that you can buy on Amazon. And again, 
Please get the girlfriends and wives to use it. If you're not a patron, also become a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Another great way to support this show. Hopper, uh, what what date is Wildcat Sports and Kenner at the Potch Train Center? November 3rd. November 3rd. It's a Sunday. Yeah. Be there to see Wildcat Sports. MVP will be there. Harlem Heat will be there. Psychosis will be there. Rob Van Dam will be there along with all the other. Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man will be there as well along with all the other Wildcat talents. Uh, I, I have to buy a fucking guitar. They just have them fucking autograph it for me. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Why? Uh, that, that just, how much are you going to pay for a guitar? And have no, no. Like a cheap shithead guitar. Not like, like a fucking $200 like guitar. Store? Like from like like those First shit store? ones you get from like Best Buy or something. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, piece of crap. Okay. Yeah. 20 bucks. I gotcha. So uh, don't miss Wildcat on the 3rd. What's the bell time? Is it like 5 p.m. since it's a Sunday hall? Yeah, what is the bell time? I don't fucking... I don't know, seven. Hover, hover. Where can the people find ticket info? I want. I love when you plug this. Do where we can go, go to facebook.com uh, slash hashtag dot com dot dot org wildcat. Go to go to Wildcat Sports and Entertainment on Facebook. <laughs> there you go, and wildcatsports.com. You can get your tickets there. Uh, lastly, before we get out of here, shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. They do classic and current stuff. So check them out. Just search WPAN or wrestling podcast about nothing for their show. Also check out our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the Northern side of pro wrestling's history, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun. Nonetheless. Thank you, Joe and Quinn. Thank you, Crockett and Malonis for all your plugs. We appreciate it. With that said, I think it's time to get out of here. Doc, you got anything else? Nope. Hopper, what about you? You got anything else? No, sir. Hit the tagline, take us home. Book it, bitch.
Before we get out of here, I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. Check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Monday mornings, the shows drop. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine. So please support them because they support us. Also, check out our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, run by buddies of mine, Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, definitely more professional than we are. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. We appreciate it. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Prue and JV. They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting, but uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work, and I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free. And then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys. And we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, It's definitely a great thing that you do for us and and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunyfin, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Nut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. at Half Pints Point. Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, T-Hog 94, Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer. And I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage. And thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. And like Hopper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch.